Welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. And I'm Ali Bailey. Showbiz. Showbiz? Oh, were you, were you being showbiz presenter? Yeah. Was I supposed to say welcome to episode 16, 18, 20? Um, you were, but I just took it off you because I didn't think you were going to get to it. So, yeah, episode 18, not 14, 16, 18, 20. Wow. But well done for counting. Great counting, Ali. Thank you. In sets of two. Well, that's nearly episode... <laughs> It's nearly episode 20. Can you tell that I spent the weekend with my with my niece and nephew who are four, no, five and eight. Great counting. Well it's the done. the same as spending it with me. <laughs> Good girl, aren't you? Yes, only two <laughs> miles left. Why don't you pull your pants up and we'll crack on? Come on. <laughs> um, Good weekend. Yeah. Oh, well... I mean, I was going to say, so did you, but I don't think you, I don't think good is probably the adjective that will describe your race, is it? Oh, I don't know. Let's do I don't know. 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 All right. Well, okay. So we always start the podcast with Win Grim getting the bin. So my win this week is that I did the Worcester Half Marathon with my sister and we both survived it. I think you did more than survive it. Looking at the photographs, you look like a cover girl. I tell you, Worcester, maybe you could put a picture of a couple of women <laughs> there for your marketing. Were you doing that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were not. So, um, so yes, this, I suppose this is the big reveal of the race that my sister didn't train for. And I forgot to tell you guys last week that in true Jane style, she went out on the Sunday before the half marathon in textbook cramming running style, boshed out a 10 miler, quote, just to see if she could do it. <laughs> and she did. But what she didn't tell me was that she walked the last two miles of that 10 miler. And so when nine miles of the Worcester half marathon came up upon us, the struggle bus came and knocking on Jane's door and was like, come on, Jane, you know, you want to get on. The struggle bus is coming and everybody's crying. And she, she didn't cry. She looked very much like she wanted to. So I told her to have a gel. So she had a gel and it helped somewhat. Then I let her have a 45 second walk break. <laughs> so I let her have a 45 minute nap. <laughs> because she went, I think we're just going to have to walk these last three miles. I was like, we're absolutely not. I'm done. Like we need to just get off this course now, please. Yeah. So um, I was like, what we're going to do is we're going to walk for 45 seconds and then we're going to jog and we're not going to run as fast as we have been running because for some reason, my maniac of a sister, despite doing no training, had it in her head that she wanted to do the race in two hours and 10 minutes. And I was like, do you know what? <laughs> Top tip. Always best just to pick a random number out of the air and aim for that. I think that's a good idea. Where have you got this number from? She said, well, I did my 10 miles last week in like just over an hour and 45. And I was like, I know, but that it doesn't equate. Like you haven't done the distance and you haven't done the training to get you through that distance. And so the wheels are going to fall off at the point that you've got up to, which is what's happening now. And you're not going to be able to sus sustain the pace that we've been absolutely ragging for the last nine miles. So regular listener and actual <laughs> doesn't know she does, but she contributes a lot, Kirsty Reed, calls this <laughs> mathletics. <laughs> <laughs> I call it border maths, 
where you get really confused and you're like, do so you think you're Carol Vorderman, but actually you're not? And you're like, 5, 10, 12, 1, 8, 9, 68, 42, 96. When's the cut off? And you get really confused. That's like more in the ultra area. But this is mathletics where you're like, so if it takes me that long to do that long, it'll take me this long to do that long. And it's like, no, it won't. It really won't. It won't. And um, explaining that to people is, I find that quite a difficult thing to do. You yeah. have that experience, don't you? So what I ended up doing was explaining to her that we only had 18 minutes of running left to do. And then that was it. And she was like, okay, tell me when it's 10. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but she did, she did do really well. And she did contribute to one of my favorite ever Instagram stories where I was like, how are you Jane at the end? And she was like, my bum cheeks hurt. <laughs> Brilliant. Truth. Uh, this is truth. Bum cheeks. Did, did, did her bum cheeks hurt on the insides with the muscles or on the outsides with the chafing? It was the insides of the muscles. Jane Ew. is a Jane is a wee slip of a thing, and I don't think she chafes anywhere. To be fair, because she's just like a stick. But um, yeah, it was the photos of you two were very sweet. I loved them. They, they, you, you were having an absolutely lovely time. That's because they were taken at the finish line, and Jane literally threw her hands in the air. Was like, oh, I can't believe I've made it. <laughs> well, I have to say, they, it looks like you just were just like flying along, like midway through, like having a really great time. Um, and um, and I watched, I watched Barbie this week. Me and Pickle watched Barbie. Um, yes. so you can get it at home now. Yeah, and uh, not a fan at all. I could, I could, we could spend an hour with me picking over the bones of Barbie. But um, not. I think that if the you two were basically, if there was an ultra Barbie, you two would have been the ultra Barbies <laughs> because you had the plaits yeah. and, and you had the kit and you had the kit and you yeah. just like fit and like you're having a really good time. And I just, <laughs> and I was like, there, there you go, there's ultra Barbie. I love it. Ultra love Barbie. It. Well, um, also what I would say is that uh, despite Jane's plucking out of thin air of two hours and 10, I did actually do it in two hours 13. So we weren't far off in the end because she ragged it at the start. Was she angry because she got the three minutes? No, because I told her, I gave her fair warning. I said, in order to get in in two hours 10, we're going to have to run the next two kilometres in five minutes each. And she was like, no, no I no. can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, no, you can't do that. And um, I said, at this rate, you're going to be like a wisp over. And she was like, that's fine. And I would say 13 minutes, three minutes is a wisp over. So, yeah, not bad. But also I was wearing you were saying about Ultra Barbie in the pictures. I was mm -hmm. wearing my um, like my really light, tiny racing vest that I can put my water bottles in to which Jane compa compared me to a fembot from Austin Powers. Yes. <laughs> which it was a bit fembot. Because you've got your bottles on your boobies. Yeah, it so was a bit fembot. And also I was just like, well, Anna's wearing white. That's a bold move. Anyone that uh, wears white, I'm like, what the fuck? How do you keep that clean? It was well, it was a pale blue top and then a white and black kind of camo vest. But somebody messaged and was like, um, I see you're wearing a vest in a half marathon. Why is that? And I was like, well, because <laughs> they were like, just, just, aren't there aid stations? Aren't there water stations? So at the water stations for this particular race, they had pouches of water with like tabs. I saw. I'm interested. <laughs> right. So it looks like they're trying to save the planet. But what happens to that? plastic after you've squeezed all the water out because that looks like it could actually kill a turtle well i think this the idea is that they are trying to save the planet because less plastic is used to make these and perhaps they are easily more easily recycled after use but 
what I would say is you can't get a good gulp of water out of them. And what you need to do is gently squeeze and like a stream of water comes out into your mouth. <laughs> I wish you could see what she was doing. She's got her hand above her mouth. It looks, <laughs> like, looks like she's putting a banana in her mouth or something like that. Anywho. And so um, the number of people that I heard basically just choking around the course because they were squeezing them too hard the water was hitting the back of their throats and they were all just having an, an absolutely terrible time I so that is why I took my own water bottles to the half marathon because I know that I do not get on with those squeezy pouches I just think that all city marathons half marathons should say we are a cupless race bring your own water everyone has a belt yeah. with a little with a little with little flasks in it if yeah. they don't then London, Worcester, whoever, make the goddamn belts and send them out for free. Because Which that is what is, London did. That London is, did yeah, I think that. they did do that, didn't they? Yeah. But, but that is that should be the next thing where it's like, it's not acceptable to use bottled water on races. It is unacceptable. There is no need for it. No. No need. No, like, ultra runners, ultra runners have got it right. Ultra runners are ahead of the game. Yeah, at the weekend, I had a very, or going to say, there was a, an issue with, with some feces <laughs> to be frank. My stomach was not happy because I did a oh, bad man. at the beginning. It's like I did just, I did a Jane Harding at the beginning. Um, oh and uh, I was like, I need some ginger beer, but I'd forgotten my cup because I have a bladder. I use a bladder, and so mm. I fashioned a cup out of Jaff- you know Jaffa cakes come in the come with that tray. Found yeah. an extra Jaffa cake tray and just made them pour in the ginger beer into that. I just mm. sipped out of that like a tiny trough. Um, <laughs> but I was like, damn it, I forgot my my little cup, my little foldy cup. Silly, silly Billy. That silly is annoying. Sausage. But I think that it should be like absolutely no to bottled Lucasades to bottled. I know that there's money in it. I know Buxton sponsor, and I know that Lucasade sponsor. But think of something else. Do yeah. something else. Like it's yeah. the quickest way that you can reduce your waste on those races. That yeah. and t-shirts. It's the quickest and medals. All of it. Ban running, and then everything will be okay. Oh my god! So yeah, I um I opted for trees not teas on my bib and there's like a little tree on my bib and um they directed you each way at the end so it's like t-shirts this way trees this way I was literally on my own oh no and then somebody ran out and gave me a goodie bag and I was like no I don't want things stop giving me things wow yeah interesting very interesting but yes the race was done and won and oh yeah when we got back my five-year-old nephew was like did you win <laughs> and we were and like yes we did yeah <laughs> yeah we did yeah, um we did. so your win Ali you were racing at the weekend is this going to be your win uh, I just want to quickly just just finish off yours oh. actually with a question yeah question what what now what now for the the power couple is she going to run again are you going to so, sign up for something else again? So the night before the race, uh, I told her that Neil's running the Oxford Half Marathon in four weeks' time. And she was like, oh, what's the date of that? I could sign up for that. And I was like, it's in four weeks. She was like, yeah, well, we'll see how tomorrow goes, but we'll sign up for that. But it turns out you can't actually enter the Oxford Half anymore. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We haven't We haven't booked anything in. I think she did quite enjoy the race, to be fair. Maybe I'll get her to do an ultra next time. Then her bum cheeks will really hurt. I don't know. That really does test the sister, love. It <laughs> really does test your love for your sister. I've got some great stories about my sister. Who listens to this podcast? Hey, Janie. Hello, Janie. <laughs> she said to me, she puts it under the car. The kids are like, why are you listening to Auntie Ali? Why don't you just ring her? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, but um, 
but yeah, I've got some great stories about me and my sister running ultras together. It's a thing that really does test a relationship. Yeah. So yeah, I went and ran a little bit further than you, but uh, a different race, uh, the Hardmore yeah. sixty, uh-huh. which is actually sixty-four and a half miles along the Cleveland Way, runs from Guysborough up north to Saltburn by the Sea, and then from Saltburn by the Sea all the way to Filey on the coast. It's beautiful, Ooh, beautiful. beautiful. So I think the Ooh. north east coast of the UK is not given its dues. Like Northumberland is beautiful, and it's just below. No, what? No, what? No, stop. Stop telling everyone. Oh, shit. Because then it's going to get too busy. So, the northeast coast of the UK is an abject <laughs> shithole that no one should ever visit. Ugly, <laughs> cold, flat. Yeah, awful. Uh, dead seals yeah. everywhere. Awful place. Bleak. So, don't go. Bleak. Bleak is a word I'd use. Um, and uh, this is uppy downy all along the hills. It was stunning. And it was perfect weather. So, I was, like, getting ready to get wet because I was like, it's going to rain, like, on and off all day. But actually, the rain missed us. And uh, my friend Kirsty was, um, it's an it's, it's a point to point. So I was like, can you come up and pick me up at the end? She was like, well, I might as well crew you then. And I was like, great, because we'll talk about the aid stations in a minute. Um, but she turned up to, like, drop me off a milkshake and a donut. And I was like, oh, we haven't got wet once. She was like, I got absolutely fucking soaked up rosemary oh, topping. Oh, no. So obviously there was rain, but it just didn't no. come to us. Didn't hit us at all. It's quite amazing. So yeah, it was it was a uh, it was an interesting it's, it was an interesting one. I've never done a hard moors race before, and uh, I finished it and it was great. And I didn't do the time I wanted to do, but then I ended up going out too fast. Classic Bailey, too fast at the beginning. Got to fifty miles, was like I don't feel very well. Oh my god! <laughs> and then fourteen miles of just horrendousness. Yeah. Rat a tat tat. Who's that at the door? Oh, it's the brown caterpillar, um, and he's bought his friends. Oh, no, uh, his friends vomit and nausea were with him. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh mate, really? And he's like, yeah. The worst thing about that is running along cliff tops, nowhere to hide. Oh. And there was a couple, and like people were coming past, and like I was probably in the front, the front section, yeah. the the peloton, and uh, it was very heavy on the blokes' front. So it was like I was having to say to them, I'm just going to have a wee, which I wasn't. No. And, uh, but there's just nowhere to hide. And actually one of the ramp passes was like, you guys have got it so much worse than we have. Because obviously they could just, if they want to, they could just stand there yeah. and piss. Whereas we've got to like negotiate falling off the edge of a cliff or them seeing our bare asses. Mm. Or even worse, when you've got to do something else, you don't want someone seeing your bare no. ass. <laughs> it's so God. Bad. Approximately so, how many poos mm, do you think you did? At least 10. Wow. Did you have enough shit kit? Yeah. Wow. So what happened was I took too many gels. I was having a great time. I was like clocking out six miles an hour at wow. the beginning, which was, it was 10,000 foot of vert. And most of the vert was at the front end of the race. Wow. So I was like really having a good yeah. time. And for the first half of the race, I was in the top three women. I didn't know this at the time, but yeah. I was. And then I was like, this is great. I feel really strong. And I did feel really strong. And I hate it when people say this. My legs felt really strong. Everything was really strong. I just felt really yeah. sick. But that yeah. was me. And then, it, and what happened was at one of the aid stations, I ate three gels, not not one after <laughs> the other, but I took some gels and they were gels that were not in date. <gasps> so what? this is one of my get in the bins. Race companies that use gels and a lot of them do that are out of date. So Mountain Fuel, Morton, Goo will send them gels that are a little bit out of date, like a, like a month. These ones were July, 2023. No. It's now September. Yeah. 
And I sort of had a joke with one of the guys that I was like, oh, gross, apple and cinnamon. I was like, are these the only ones I'll give you? Because these are the ones that no one buys. He was like, and they're a bad date. And I looked at them and they were. But I was like, this aid station had gels or Haribo or pork pies. Now, both Haribo and pork pies aren't vegetarian. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to eat these gels. I'd eaten all of my food because I was like going really quick. And I wasn't seeing Kirsty for another like five, six miles. So I was Uh like, I'll just eat these. Wrong. Oh my god, <laughs> that's horrendous. Do you think that's what gave you the shits? I don't know. There were mountain fuel gels, and I eat mountain fuel. I take mountain yeah. fuel gels anyway. I take the the jellies and the chia ones, but these ones with the apple and cinnamon just gel I like gels. Them ones, by the way. And they were like they tasted like fucking cider. Ooh. Are they supposed to taste no, like I, cider? Uh, no, that sounds like they're a bit. Um... And um, I was just like, I don't like that very much. No. And anyway. And then it happened, and I'm like, I don't know whether it was because of the speed or because of the too many gels, because I did eat a lot of gels, and um, too many, really, and um, didn't take enough food. My bad. I just didn't. And then, and then you know, when you feel sick and you're like, I don't want to eat yeah. anything, but I was forcing yeah. it down. So it was all all right, and I wasn't actually sick till I got back to the Airbnb, but then it was pretty pretty awesome technical. Chunderous. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, and then I woke up the next day and I kept saying to Kirsty on the drive back, I'm going to have such a bad hangover tomorrow from all the sugar because I get like the hangover, the symptoms of a hangover and then I get upset. I've got this fucking hangover. So question for the audience, do gels go off? Yeah, they must do. They've got sugar and stuff in them. Sugar like goes off. Does it? Because I, I can't work out there like So I once took a gel off. that was out of date and um it was a uh, it was like an emergency situation whereby I was going out on a long run. I had no gels, like I had I'd run out of my stash. So I was like scrabbling around in my box of stuff, like there must be one here. And I found like a really old SIS cherry one. So I had that on the long run, and it was like the consistency was like bobbly, it was like frog spawny yeah so and that was well out of date um and I wasn't very well after that either so yeah Mm. I think yes gels can go off hey I just don't think it's very you know we talk about roller cola coca-cola companies very roller cola by the sounds of it I saw roller cola I saw it on the aid station Next to the gels that were off. And I'm just like, I get you don't want to waste the gels. But people have paid £85 to do this race. I feel like if you're going to put gels on, they shouldn't be out of date. I don't, like, I've got this thing. This is my, um, well, it was half of my get in the bin, which I'm not going to read, but I've got better get in the bin. So this is like, but the, the whole race, Hardmores are a very respected race company. They're a northern race company. Everyone knows about yeah, Hardmores races. Yeah. And I'd heard they were really friendly and everybody would welcome you in. But I felt like I'd gone into a wedding I hadn't been invited to. And I don't know why. I was wearing my Centurion Ultra Team t-shirt. But I know that James and John, who who runs Hardmores, James runs Centurion, get on really well. So I was like, like, maybe it's because I'm wearing this t-shirt. But they're like, oh, fucking Centurion, Southern, soft, Southern twats in here. And then I was like, maybe it's, but no, but I kept trying to talk to people and have conversations with people, but nobody wanted to talk Mm. to me. And I and especially the women I found quite cold. No. And then I was like, maybe they've seen me on the internet and think I'm a fucking ballet. Like some sort of like understandable. Maybe seen me on <laughs> yeah. And think I'm like some sort of influencer no. that's come to do their race. Like, I don't know. Like I couldn't work it out, but nobody wants to talk to me. So I felt quite sad. Yeah. 
And at the aid stations, I felt quite sad because I felt like because the people at the aid stations knew everybody yeah. else, it was actually quite hard to get your water filled because they were chatting to their mates. And I was like, that's kind of annoying. But no, come on, Ali, yeah. be nice. And I just feel really confused by the whole thing because when I wrote on Instagram, I didn't feel that welcome. People were like, oh no, Hardmores is really friendly and almost had a go at me for feeling like that. And I was like, but that's how yeah, I felt. Yeah, they can't have a go at you because if that's genuinely how you felt, they were your feelings, that's bullshit. But um, it yeah, sounds like, very weird. But from those comments, it sounds like you you have had a very different experience to other people. So I wonder, yeah, why that is. Or maybe, I thought maybe it's because I was at the front of the field, not in the in the, in the the mid-pack where I usually am. So maybe because you're at the front of the field and it's a little bit more competitive, people don't want to talk to you. Yeah, maybe. Off. But I'll get, I'm going to go and do the 110 at some point because I've now done the 64 and I really enjoyed it. It's a tough race. <gasps> like 10, yeah, 10,000 10, foot of vert. That's 3,000 metres. It's a tough race. And, you know, I am interested in people's experiences of community versus cult when they go to new race companies. That's, that's, that's for another episode. Yeah. But, it was interesting. Yeah. It was a win. It was a win. I win. didn't die. Right. Shall I uh shall I do my grim? Go on then. I've had a week of it. Right. Something. I love this because I'm like, wouldn't I know about this? Wouldn't you have texted me about it? But no. you haven't. Some I know. Sometimes I'm like, I'll save it for the pod because I do feel like I text you a bit too much sometimes. Sorry. That's okay. Okay. Um, so something in the ether is out to get me this week. Mercury was in retrograde for like three weeks. <laughs> and so were six other planets. So that's that. So it's two weeks. It's less than two weeks now. And when this comes out, it will be one week. <gasps> no, it will be the day. It will be race day, I think, when this race comes out. Race day of joy, race day, day of joy, joy race day, day of joy. joy. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be racing when this comes out. So, uh, as as I speak to you now, it's just under two weeks to go until my big race of the year, Seven Valleys Ultra, 110 kilometers, 4,500-ish meters of elevation now, because mm-hmm. the route's changed. I am doing my best to stay healthy, fit, and injury-free, but something's out to get me. Right. Last week, when I was going to work, I my train was late and I work on the radio and I had to start work at 12 PM because I have to read a news bulletin that I have researched and written at 1 PM. My train arrived at like 10 or quarter past 12. And I was like, I'm running out of time to write this bulletin and figure out what the hell's going on and get it out on time for one o'clock. So in Milton Keynes where I work, there are electric scooters all over the place. Oh no. So I hired an electric scooter to get me there quicker because it's like a 15 minute walk to the office. 10 if I'm being quick. Four minute scoot. So I was on the electric scooter. This is the first time I've ever used an electric scooter. And I was scootering away, scooting away, going up the hill and scoot, scoot, scoot. Uh, Although, Ali, you just did an action of like a foot scooting. You don't use your foot. You just stand on it and it goes because it's electric. Mm. Mm. how did that go for you standing on it and it goes yeah I go I went and then I panicked because there was an electric car that snuck up out of nowhere because I couldn't hear it as I came around a corner and they're not very like turnable so I panicked put the brakes on it didn't stop as quickly as I wanted it to so I put my foot down as the scooter was still moving and so my knee then grazed along the pavement like I landed really heavily on my knee and then it just grazed along the pavement as the scooter continued to move forwards. And I was like, 
for fuck's sake. I made a hole in my favorite pair of jeans and my knee is black and blue and purple and grays. <laughs> and I am so fortunate that it didn't do any more harm than it actually already did. Like it hurt my hip quite bad because of the like heaviness of the fall. I was like, for fuck's sake, no, <laughs> do not get hurt before the race, right? In your grim, bin grim. Then, then when oh, I got home was. from the Worcester half on Sunday, I went to get a plate out of the cupboard and there was a jar that was like balanced badly that fell as I got the plate out. So I went to catch it with my left hand. And as I went to catch it, it hit something on the side and smashed. So actually what I caught was a load of broken glass. And then my palm of my hand started bleeding in three separate locations, all in a line where I'd need to hold my poles for my race brilliant so I've got little scabs on my hand from that <laughs> then yesterday I was getting ready for work and I was unpacking my hair straighteners from my overnight bag because I'd stayed at my sister's so I got my hair straighteners out and you needed to straighten your hair for the half marathon Barbie oh to get it into plaits we yeah. went we went for a spa the night before anyway then that's a, that's a Bailey classic, that is. Anyway, go on. So I was getting the straighteners out to do my hair for work. And as I like unfurled all of the stuff, the plug was upturned on the floor. And I was like, ha upturned plug. Upturned plug, go give it to you. Upturned plug, go give it to you. Upturned plug. <laughs> Don't step on the upturned plug. <laughs> Lost my balance. My left foot ended on the upturned plug. And I was like, oh, you bastard. You know, like when, you, when you've got it and, you, and you're like, oh. That really hurt. Uh, didn't think anything of it. Went downstairs and I was like, that's really throbbing. Looked at it. I've cut the bottom, the sole of my foot. It is like scabbing, trying to scab, but actually you can't really scab the bottom of your foot because the skin is so thin and it's like always moving. So like the flap where I've like flapped the skin off. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem because it's going to get manky. What are you going to do? So... Yesterday, I put a plaster over it to keep all of the dirt out because I couldn't do anything else with it at that point because it was still bleeding. Then last night when I got home, I took the plaster off and cleaned it. And then I have left it to air. Today, I've got a work from home day. So I'm going to wear flip flops all day and let it air and just keep it clean. Yeah, I'd keep an eye on that. Yeah. And if you can't do anything else, spray glue it. So just go and get yeah. a spray plaster and glue it. Like, that's what I would yeah. do. Because that is a bastard. Once, I was in the, the jungle, and I was running around in the actual jungle, and I got yeah. a stone in my shoe. And, and the photographer kept, like, asking me to keep running through this puddle. I was like, it'd be fine. It's only, like, 5K to the house, so I didn't get the stone out. When I got up to the the little shack we were staying in, I took my boot off, and I had a the same, like, a hole in my foot. Where basically, it was, like, a big watery blister that had popped, oh. and it was right on that bit. And the next yeah. day I was due to go into the jungle for five days, self-sufficient. So it was like, wet. Is that's where you're going to die. You'll get an infection and you will die. Yeah. Do you know what I did? Because I was so oh. rookie. I put a fucking compede on it. Oh, oh. So I put a compede on it and it started to press into the wound. And I was walking around. This was when I was drinking. I was drinking beer to stop the pain. 
and I and it was pressing into the wound and I thought yeah this isn't cool because I've got to carry a 65 kilogram bag into the jungle tomorrow did you rip it off did you rip the yeah, off? I ripped the coffee uh, off and it took and all it the took skin the whole layer of my oh. foot and I was like cool now I've got an open flesh wound on the bottom of my foot which I'm going to yeah. put into boots that are going into water with so many bacteria in oh my that it's God. not even funny and oh I'm probably going to end up with worms swimming into my foot and up my leg and making me uh, like it was awful and I just had to really look after it like iodine it like yeah. dress it all the time but it was such a stupid mistake like just yeah. leaving that one little stone in there and it's like but standing on a plug can happen to anyone at any time I think we need to wrap you in cotton wool and leave you in bed I know I know I know genuinely although <laughs> Neil did helpfully say oh well at least things come in threes like like that's like that's done now I, like I think me and Neil, me and Neil can look at the cosmic weather <laughs> forecast together and agree on it and be like, oh, look at that. We need to be careful of that because so you see you've got Uranus passing through Saturn's rings there. So you need to be careful, Anna, because you're going to end your connection. He's talked to you about Uranus, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and McFly. What? Yeah. When we get to the playlist. Yes. So, um, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Please look after yourself. I know. Hey, okay? I don't want you to hurt yourself before you get to this bloody way. So accident prone. It's just, an, it was annoying the way that they all happened in areas that are just really inconvenient for running. Like when the hand. Yeah, but also how random they are. They're so when random. When the hand happened, I was like, poles. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, they're all of my grims this week. Injuries. My grim is honkers. What do you mean? I don't know if you can really hear this. Car honkers. No, 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 oh. no, no. Human honkers. You're running along. It's always middle-aged, man. I don't know if you can be here. Can you hear that? That sounds, that sounds like me in the last seven miles of the uh, London to rugby. <laughs> they got phlegm in their throat. <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> you know what you were talking about? People drinking the water? Yeah. All the time. Oh so God. I ended up with this bloke behind me, I half horse, who was hacking and honking <laughs> and gobbing and flobbing oh. and going... Uh, he sounded like some kind of cartoon character the whole time. Oh and I was gosh. like, I need to get away from him. So yeah. I started to speed up. But obviously he was using me as some sort of pace setter. So he sped up. And I put my headphones in. My noise cancelling headphones. No, I could still. <laughs> oh, What's wrong with you? It's so funny. It, there were loads of them. They were everywhere. <laughs> and it's like they're making too much noise. And I don't know whether this is that thing where I've got the thing, the worm, you know, the earworm. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, misophonia. Misophonia. But I was like this. I was getting turned into an angry rat. And I was like, you're making, you're ruining the nice peace and quiet of the root by honking and flowing and hacking and honking. <laughs> oh, God, it was so annoying. Oh but then I was gosh. like, don't be such a bitch. Maybe he's like got the chemical imbalance. Maybe he's not well. Maybe. But he must have been really unwell. I thought one of his lungs was going to hack out. But then after he'd gone, another one came along. Yeah. I, it really annoys me. People in races that make noises like really annoy me and I try and get away from them and you're right like sometimes some people just let you get away from them but other times people see it as like a race and then I remember doing like a a time trial like thing with the running club in London around Victoria Park and there was a man 
who was like hacking and Fleming. At one point he like spat across the runners. So like people that were running were like running into his spit, but he was making so much noise that I actually got a PB that day at the time trial because I was running so fast to get away from him that I beat him because I was like, I cannot stand you near me. And like in those races, cause they're like club ones, you're not allowed to have headphones anyway. And um, on Sunday, there was a woman and we, as we were running around, we started to overtake her. Jane is an absolute monster for picking people off. From the beginning, she kept pointing at people and being like, we're going to overtake them. We're going to overtake them. We're going to overtake them. Oh, gee, she was smack talking. Yeah. yeah. And then we got to this woman and honestly, every two seconds she went. <sniffs> Not like regular. It wasn't like it was regular. It wasn't. And I'd, God knows what she was doing. And I said to Jane, I was like, what is she doing? And Jane was like, I think she's breathing. I think that's how she breathes. So we overtook her because she was really, really annoying me. And then right at the end, she overtook us and I could hear her coming. <laughs> the little sniffy choo-choo train. Oh, God. So, yeah, people who make noises in races. Do you think they know they're doing it? I don't know. Do I do it? Do we do it? <laughs> I was like, I've got my headphones in. Do I do it? I don't think I do. I think I'm quite yeah. a silent. What do you think, Pickle? Pickle's just looking at it, wagging her tail. Yeah, mum, you do make some stupid noise. I don't think I do. No, you're a quite quiet runner. We were running this time last week and I don't remember you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this bloke at the points did sound like he was having a wank. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. I like, I sort of looked wow. at him and and he knew what, he could see me looking at him, but I think he just was like, there's nothing wrong with this, but it is annoying. Do you know what's also annoying? My get in the bin. What is it? Tis the season for the ankle turning crapples, as I call them. The crapples! Crab apples. So the teeny tiny oh, crapples. It's from last year. I remember yeah. going on a recce and being like, I've spotted danger zone crapples. Yeah crapples they're back so for anyone that i i mostly find the crapples live along the canals but i'm sure they live elsewhere as well oh everywhere but what i do quite like about crapple season is when you stand on them when they're a bit softer it smells of apple as you run that is a dangerous game to play though because you can stand and skid yeah so I will be avoiding all ankle turning crapples for the next week and a half because I don't want to get injured. But yeah, they can be little bastards when you accidentally stand on one and it doesn't smush and it throws your ankle off. uh, It's a roller. So they can get in the bin. Tis the season for the ankle turning crapples. Let's hear us get in the bin. Braces that run through towns in the night. Oh, God. Braces that are billed as trail runs like for example the hardmore 60 or the autumn 100 uh and then suddenly you're in a fucking town and it's night time and it's the weekend it's the freaking weekend oh yeah it's a small town or it's a seaside town or it's a town where people like to get absolutely out of their tree and have been drinking for half the day um and on this particular race the uh hardmore 60 it runs through whitby and it runs through scarborough Whitby in the day, so Whitby was full of people who just are tourists, having a touristy time. Yeah. Uh, A lot of them go to Whitby basically to just get pissed and go on the amusements. Yeah. I got at least 
two blokes who are like, oh, darling, nice legs. And I'm like, oh. I wish I had my poles. Yeah. Because I would take my pole and stab I may you. well stab you with it. Yeah. Um, I was, so I ignored them. One of them looked like a scary Father Christmas. Ooh. And Ooh. then, but then when I got to Scarborough, I was on my own. And it was dark and it was like 55 miles in. So I was mm. really tired. And shitting yourself. Shitting myself. Really bad stomach. Just felt awful. I have to run all the way along the seafront and you have to run through the town. And it's really loud and there's loads of amusements and there's people everywhere and I'm by myself. Yeah. And two different sets of blokes fucking gave it some, like, shouted at me. The first set shouted at me, like, where are you running to, darling? Can I come? And then I was like, I sort of looked at them, looked straight ahead. I was like, fucking hell. And they started running after me. And I saw so I put the what? burners on. And one of them was like, I was fucking talking to you. And I just was like, I'm just going to keep running. And uh, he called me a rude bitch. And then his friend called me ignorant. What? Yeah. What is wrong with people? And I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. And my adrenaline was spiking. And I was like, I really Mm. don't like this. And I kept, so I kept going. And then it happened again when I ran past another pub and these blokes started running after me and tried to get in front of me. And I just went, fuck off and kept going. And yeah. they left me alone. But I was like, I don't like it. No. And there's nothing that I can do or the race company can do to stop it because it's just no. people being twats. And yeah. some people on Instagram are like, oh, people will be twats. I'm like, it's not fair that I have to fucking deal with this, but Pete doesn't. And yeah. I, my adrenaline's spiking all over the place and I'm wasting energy worrying about this and I don't like it and yeah. I already feel like shit and I'm not doing anything. All I'm doing is taking part in a race. Yeah. And I was about to say, yeah, I'm wearing shorts. That's me. What, that's what I'm fucking wearing, does it? Like, no, it doesn't. It's like Not the, at all. It was horrible. I really didn't like it. And the worst bit about it was when I came towards the end of the town section, I saw two girls in front of me in the what they were. Yeah. One of them was in the race, and one of them was being paced. Uh, one of them was a pacer, sorry. And I said to yeah. them, "Did you?" I was like, "Did you have any problems going through town?" And they just looked at me and went, "No," and kept going. And I was like, "Fine." Not, "Are you all right? Did anything happen? Do you want us to run with you?" This went no and kept going. And I just was like, kind of upset and annoyed about that. And I yeah. thought, should I mention this to the marshals? Because there's marshals on a little... Head. And I was like, no, I'm not going to bother mentioning it to the marshals. And I'm not going to bother mentioning it to the race company because what can they do? Like, what can they do? I, well, I just felt like yeah. it was just... It, was just, no, it, was just, it just made me feel rubbish. And yeah. I just think that sometimes... I don't know what they, what we can do about it, but I don't like getting the bit. My getting the bin is those races that you're like, oh, a lovely trail run. It'd be really, really brilliant. And then suddenly, you know, you're in the middle of fucking a town. Like with Reading on the Auto 100, I have a pacer. Yeah, because I just don't a male pacer because I can just do without any of that. Even thinking about it, it's like no one's going to say anything to me when Danny Dyer's with me, are they? Because Danny <laughs> Dyer, it's uh, sorry, Sean Dyer. I always get this too confused. It's like six <laughs> foot and a bloke yeah. will tell him, to, yeah. and he'll fucking punch them. So it's like, cool. Yeah, but how how ridiculous that because because we're women, like we have to think like that to actually feel safe in doing an activity like a hobby mm-hmm. but also I do wonder Ali whether it's maybe the things that should get in the bin are actually those awful people because oh yeah Sorry. rather than rather than the races that go through towns in the middle of the night because I do think in ultra distance running especially in the UK 
like you are a little bit limited on the routes to actually make up distances and stuff. And some of the routes obviously follow actual ways, which end up being going through towns and stuff so I think maybe it's the the people who don't know how to behave that should get in the bin yeah I think that you're probably right but it's just <laughs> like if you think about something like escape meridian or something where you're on your own uh, yeah for a long time yeah it just puts it's just another I didn't even think about it as I was running through Scarborough honestly I didn't I didn't even think about it no. until it happened and then I was like yeah. are you joking because I was yeah. like this is 2023 it's 8 p.m yeah. it's not even like one o'clock in the fucking morning no, 8 no. and the amount of times I've run up and down the Thames path through Reading at night and yeah. nothing's happened but I'm like well this time I really want to go for it on the auto 100 I'm taking Sean with me because I can just yeah. do it without it I'm taking a bodyguard basically because I could do yeah. it without it and I'll be probably at the sharp end of the course yeah there won't be as many people around yeah. um Oh man, just annoys me. I don't even know what we can do about it apart from no. I don't know what we can do about it. If anyone has any solutions or suggestions, please tell us because I am at a loss as well. Yeah, somebody said to me, why don't they marshal it? I'm like, they'd have to marshal seven miles. Yeah. Like it's not marshal no. seven miles. A whole no. line of marshals. They like keep away from them. Keep like at a football us. match. <laughs> Never give us bear spray and allow us to spray people with it. Yeah, fair, fair. Bell end spray. Right. Shall we get onto this playlist? Oh, my friend. Oh, yeah, boy. Right. Now, I was jogging along. I had a couple yeah. of issues. First off, I was having a great time and the playlist was serving me well. Then it went into the bloody musicals. It's on shuffle, but it's like it musicals itself. And it was like hours of musicals. And I was like, no, 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 that no. That happened no. to you last week as I well. I know. Didn't and it? Do you know the... why that is? Because there's too many musicals. There's too many musical songs in there. Well, then add some more and dilute it. I'm trying to dilute it. I'm trying to dilute it. So I have tried to dilute it. Um, yeah. I've diluted it by putting on Inhaler by Foles. What a tune. Yeah. That is such a tune. Yeah. Glorious. I think you added that, you added that last week, didn't you? No, I didn't. I, invited, I did it this week. Uh, yeah. And then I put, um, then I went into a mad naughty's hole and put Bandages by Hot Hot Heat and OK Go and yes. Diamonds and Guns by the Transplants on. And I was like... <laughs> Um, bandages came on radio too this is so weird this always happens to me at the moment with music where you hear a song that you haven't heard for ages and then someone else like talks about it or references it or mentions it like the day after bandages hot hot heat was on joe wiley's show yesterday when i got home from the train station and i was singing it to neil and i was like oh my god i love this song don't you and he was like it sounds shit what is it it just sounds like some 90s indie crap and i was like "Mm, it's noughties i think but yeah her. I think you need to reevaluate your relationship with Neil. No, we just don't like the same music. That's okay. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Bandages, get over it. Diamonds and Guns. I'd forgotten about Diamonds and Guns. The whole Transplant album that Diamonds and Guns is on is so good. We had um, a story in from Chanel mm-hmm. who was doing a park run sandwich at the weekend. So she's doing she's doing Beachy Head Marathon. And she was running to Parkrun, doing Parkrun, running home from Parkrun. And she asked if we could add Let's Do This by Outskirts. There's no I in it, Skirts. Uh, so I've popped up. So I've added that on. That's the one that goes, let's do this. I have not heard that song, but I will look forward to listening to it um so yeah i added that for chanel and then we did have a few other little um stories that people have been sending through thanks for that team we love the stories we do love them but we won't add everything we're not just we're not just willy nillies (laughs) but sometimes it's like no and other times it's like 
maybe. And sometimes we put it out to a poll. Sometimes I just reply and say, yes, approved. Can I raise a query about Stargirl by McFly? Yeah. I think there's a... Li- that came on. You know how I was like, I hate yeah. this song. Yeah. Different fucking story oh, yeah. where I'm bopping along Cleveland Way, isn't it? And I was like... Da, 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 da. I was like dancing along. And then I was listening to it. And I'm sure there's a lyric in there that says, I'm in love with Uranus. Yeah. No, um, is, is it I'm in love with Uranus? Or is it... There's definitely... It's, I don't think it's I'm in love with Uranus. Let's have a look. Stargirl lyrics. Because the thing is, right, there's one thing saying, I love your ass, ass, bum, whatever. There's a, there's a, but Uranus. Oh. It says, hey, there's nothing on earth that can save us when I fell in love with Uranus. Right. Because you don't want to give you away. Because, <laughs> yeah, Uranus is different just your bum so i'm like that's <laughs> really personal in love with your bum hole your bum hole what are they doing i don't know guys i, I just think know. but also i know how music works there would have been a team of songwriters going that's a good lyric that'll probably win an ivan Ivano award yeah i can't listen to that song anymore it's disgusting it's filthy yeah well i don't think Bum I don't think it's any worse than a lot of songs that we've added. So, are we back on the ballad of Tracy Lane again? No, 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 no. Okay. Um. So, imagine if Tracy Lane worked in a supermarket. I'm joking. Oh God, no. Let's no. We're not. No. 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 Yeah. But uh. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Star girl. Yeah. Well, the playlist, the playlist is looking good. I'm I'm very excited. I'd like to have a bit of a splurge this week of adding some more because I'm feeling like I need some more ready for the seven valleys, please. Because I'm going to be out there for like end. How long is the longest hours? playlist? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think how many hours have you got on this? Oh, not enough. Not enough. I just wonder where it's ever going to end. Uh, oh, 212 hours, 37 minutes. Shit, you have to listen to it twice. 212 hours 260 saves oh 12 hours 37 minutes right so we need some more so i challenge you listeners although it's gonna be a bit late because this is coming out on my race day it's okay put it on instagram Instagram, yeah 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 um right well speaking of instagram we have got so much correspondence just to whiz through um first of all i'd just like to pick up on (laughs) episode 16 that went out uh the brown caterpillar where rebel had got in touch and told us that she'd come across some camouflage peeps on the trails in the brackens we had questions she has answered she has answered hasn't she 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 put up a whole post on her instagram and was very thorough about it so just to answer the questions about the story for where rebel pulled down her trousers did a poo Found out she'd come on a period and then... They weren't hiding, were they? They weren't crawling around in the bushes. They were not trying to hide at all. They were literally just walking along the sheep track towards her. She should have seen them, but didn't. They must have felt very proud of their uniforms. It was like that moment in Pocahontas where they realised the clouds are not clouds, they are ships. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those army men realised that the clouds are not clouds, they were ships. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Quite similar. (laughs) Um, and then also in correspondence corner, um, we've had a message from Katie about getting a period on race day. Oh yeah, that's quite a long message actually. We're gonna go. Can we go into that one in a second? I just want to quickly go into the cheating thing. 
oh. uh, the cheats, the people yeah. that are rule breakers. Okay? Yeah. Oh, so oh. Amanda Woodrow yeah. has said to us that she was on a 100k road race. It was lapped, 100k laps, right, on a road race. And uh, she said, How long were the laps? I can't remember. Okay. She's a monster. She's a monster, Amanda. She's like she is. an absolute machine. Yeah. So yes, and yes to the rules. My laps rode a hundred K was no paces and no headphones. So whilst I spent over eight hours chundering away my chundering oh. my way around with nothing but my own thoughts, I was absolutely livid to see somebody being paced by a super thick girlfriend and countless others bopping along to their tunes. Rules are there to make it unpleasant for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you said cheats on races, I got confused. But yeah, rule breakers. Sorry, rule breakers. Rules. And then we rules had another one rules. that is dog related from Philippa. Okay. And I'm going to try yeah. and play this because it's voice note. We love voice notes. We love we them. We love voice notes. Hi, ladies. After you mentioned rule breakers on this week's episode, I had to send a rant. Um, I did a Maverick race earlier on in the year with my dog. And Maverick are kind enough to allow dogs to take part in their races, even up to ultra distance. But of course, one of the rules is they must be on the lead, attached to your harness at all times. Um, there was this one woman who pretty much as soon as we were away from the start, let her spaniel off the lead. And it wasn't, it wasn't a particularly me. badly behaved dog. But it was ranging away from her, coming back, cutting through people's legs when the pass was still congested at this point. And it came up to my dog and sniffed her. She's lucky my dog's not reactive. A lot of panic cross dogs are. Yeah. And it's behaviour like that that will get dogs banned from all races. Yeah. So that's quite that's quite that's actually quite a uh, um important one. I enjoyed that her dog was getting involved. I was like, Mummy, stop talking about me. <laughs> it was unbelievable actually, because this bozo came from nowhere. That's pickle. <laughs> but yeah, actually a really good point because I don't understand why anyone would do that. And I said to her, no. did Maverick disqualify them? And she was like, I don't know if anyone actually saw her or told her off. And she yeah. said, I left another quite long voice note, which was like, I'm too British to say anything. But yeah. I think I literally would have been like, put your fucking dog on a lead. Yeah. If they would have come up to Pickle, you know what Pickle's like, she would have pie-faced them. Yeah, but also, like, Canny Cross is Canny Cross. They have to be on the lead for Canny Cross. Like, mm, it's stop not, being rule-breakers. You're not taking your dog for a walk. Dog. Yeah, yeah. You're taking it for a walk. It's a race. Like, yeah. Mm, right. bad crack that bad loved crack it. loved it um and finally tonight on on instagram at least we have tonight. had a message yeah i'm a, I'm a newsreader now oh <laughs> this is interesting and this is for feedback please from the pod and from maybe from you i don't really know what to do about this hello ladies i love the pod it's from katie uh, and i have a question that only ladies could possibly answer okay feel free to discuss on the pod or people who first or people who menstruate thank you I have my first ultra in a few weeks, 33 miles. It's a smallish company. There are three aid stations, but no toilets there. Obviously, life is a bitch and I'm drawing my period around that time. What do I do? Yeah. I have very heavy periods. I use tampons or a cup and period pants, but I still need to change every two hours. Yeah, Pants will change my bits to shreds, so I don't fancy that. Me neither. That sounds gross. Uh, men honestly don't know they're born not having to think about this stuff I know getting ported to checkpoints might not always be possible but surely there's something that can be done to help women in this situation this is stressing me out more than the 33 miles I have to run yeah. any advice appreciated okay so I ran a 30 mile race in Yorkshire this year um, pretty much every race that I have done this year I've been on my period 
Luckily, this weekend included, which means for Seven Valleys, I'm clear. Don't you worry. It'll show up anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> um, so when I did the 30 miler in Yorkshire again, there was ve- there were no toilets. So at the start line, we literally started from like the side of a road that we'd got bussed to. And then all the checkpoints were like out in the middle of nowhere because it follows like a country way. And you can't just like bring a truck in and dump some portaloos there because it's just not possible. And so I know I've done a lot of work with Sophie Power and she races and a lot of stuff to do with like making races more accessible for women and stuff. And and a lot of that has to do with toilet provision. However, I do think there are some races whereby it's not possible for them to have that provision. So you do need to cut them some slack a little bit. They're not doing it because they're tight. They're doing it because they can't do it. However, that doesn't help the period situation. In my situation, I, at the aid station halfway round, hid behind a part of like a building that was like a disused building and just whipped out a tampon and popped another one in there and then and just put the other one in the bin that was because it was at a car park and also wore my period pants at the same time. So I don't know That's whether, funny. I don't think, you know, and also if there isn't a bin, obviously because you're not going to be blessed with an actual public bin in a lot of places, take a spare Ziploc bag that you can put the used Or dog in. poo bags. Yeah. Dog poo bags are so good because you can put toilet paper and you can put that sort of stuff in. Yeah. And you can, yeah, dog poo them up. It's not glamorous um, and it's not, you know, it's not the most hygienic, I get it. But we're gross. We're ultra runners, right? That like it kind of comes with the territory to be a bit gross, and mm-hmm. so you do just kind of have to be a little bit resourceful. And really, right? If you really want to get into it, it's not actually gross. It's our thoughts about it that are gross. It's a neutral thing. No, Having your period is neutral. No, no, no. I know. No, I'm not. What well, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the grossness of like just the hygienic stuff of like yeah. taking a tampon out and not being able to wash your hands. But if you can, if you can step back from it, if we can all step back from it, and go. Okay, it's something that's happening. It's a neutral situation. I'm going to take. I've got some Andrex wet toilet tissue that I bought. Yeah, it's really good. It's in my shit kit. Everyone seems to love my shit kit on Instagram. <laughs> So actually, it's like a nice moist toilet paper, really good for when you're having your period because you can give yourself a good old like clean. Yeah. And if you just go, this is this is a fact, Katie. It's a fact that's going to happen. Yeah. So let's get prepared, as prepared as we possibly can be, and crack on with it. And if somebody sees you, it doesn't fucking matter. You're not doing something illegal. You're not. I know it's uncomfortable, but it, and it's painful is the most annoying thing. Yeah. But really, it's like if you're not going to make provision for this then we're going to have to do it anyway. Yeah. Because it is what's happening. Yeah. I spoke to Laura Swanson of Rubellin about this. She had a period on the spine, the winter spine. So it was really difficult because she had to take all her clothes off all the fucking time. She was like, it was really painful and gross. And it was, and I just, and you just can't get clean. No. And uh, that was before she discovered period pads. But now she's like, I love these guys. It's so much better. So, you know, it's just about, it's about that stuff and, and, and it is a barrier though isn't it it's makes it yeah. really difficult but but Katie let's get on with 33 miler yeah hopefully that's kind of helped you in a way and just given you a bit of like I don't know a bit of advice that maybe you might be able to use I hope yeah and you know what it's never as bad as you think it's going to be so yeah. you know it will and it will all be okay and so just make sure that you're as prepared as you possibly can be and um, keep an eye out for stuff like pubs and places like that where yeah. you can actually go and use a nice restroom yeah and actually wash your hands with running water Mm. yep yeah perfect 
I high-fived a kid the other day outside that Hardmores race and I hadn't washed my hands for 15 hours and I'd had a poo about 18 times. <laughs> oh. I, feel, I feel bad about it. That's just reminded me as well. When we were doing the Worcester Half, we'd been talking on the pod the other week about um, people on out-and-back courses when you see the fast people coming back the other way and what or like what you should say to each other whilst you're passing, right? Here is something that you should not do because this happened on Sunday. We were running one way and the fast people were coming back the other way. And this man was running past us. Like there were loads of us. It wasn't like we were at the back and he was just pity clapping as he was running faster than us. Was he was he pity clapping or was he just clapping? Why would you clap while you're running? Well, my first London marathon I clapped while I was running as I came down the mall because everyone was clapping for us. <laughs> Don't have to clap them back. I know, but I was having a moment. No, I think a pity clap is the lowest of the low. I think a pity clap is a slow clap. It was. It, it was a bit faster than that, but it <laughs> it was a really like light, gentle, like, oh, yeah. He's saying anything. Well done. As well. Well, well done. done. Oh, and then Jane got the rage at mile 12. I want to go for a run with, I want I want to go for a run with Jane. Because a supporter said, keep moving forward to her. And she went, well, I'm not going to move backwards, especially at mile 12, am I? <laughs> so don't say that to people either. Wow. I kind of want to go for a run with ragey Jane. Jane rage. Let's go into Jane rage. Um, I love it. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so no slow claps. No, well done. No, well done. We still haven't. We, we still haven't got. I'm going to ask this week actually on the old uh, gram. What is better than a well done? Yeah. What's What's more aggressive than a well done? Yeah. I think we should just say hello. Hello. I'm thinking of starting this campaign at National Running Show as an actual thing and being like, we don't say well done anymore. Just a wave. I think just a wave. Oh, or just mm. don't do anything at all. I don't know. I don't know. A sniff or a honk. Ah. No, I have. Um, sorry, I have one more. Ooh. This really made me laugh. Um, I've been having a little chat with Jane Chadwick in uh, my DMs because she posted a picture of a bag of the Dons, Percy Pig Fizzy Pigtails. Oh, yeah. Are they? Are they veg- they're not vegetarian, aren't they? Um, Percy Pigs are, aren't they? They've got to be. They're M&S. There's a vegan version, but I don't think they're vegetarian. But I want the Fizzy Pigtails. They sound like they could be good. If they're vegan, they'll be vegetarian. Yeah, I know they, but I don't know if they're vegan. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they are. Oh, uh, fizzy pig. I feel like we need to Google this now to let listeners know so that they can. Fizzy pig tails. Fizzy pig tails. Um, they're just like suitable for vegans. Made with yeah. real fruit juice and no artificial colours or flavouring. Not real. Fizzy pigtails, not made with pigtails. Not real piggies. There are no piggies. So Jane Chadwick sent a uh, posted a picture on her stories of these fizzy pigtails, tagged me in it and Ultrasound System Pod and said, what have I become? These expire on my birthday. So I took a closer look at the picture and the expiry date is March next year. Right. So I was like, ha, 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 it's not even till March, she said. I know it proper made me chuckle and I'm thrilled it's on some Percy pigs. But I asked her the question, are you a bit sad that you've won so soon before your birthday? I think I might be. I don't know how I feel about this being so far away. It's never happened to me before. Oh my God. What? No? No? 
No, Ali's lost it. I can't believe this is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Are you sad that you've lost so soon before your birthday? Have you got nothing left to live for now because you've got a pathetic birthday pics with your birthday on it? She said, I'm sad it's made my 49th birthday feel so close. <laughs> Let it go to Mark. Maybe. <laughs> oh, this is a new one. How about stuff that you eat that went off before your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> like a danger wank. Like having a danger wank. What is the most before your birthday last year that you've eaten? <laughs> Don't start doing that, though. I had some no. gels that went off in July 2023 <laughs> when I was still 41, not 42. <laughs> <laughs> yes I should have known better I'm older than these gels <laughs> <laughs> you know oh you'd have been older than the gels anyway but anyway um, I'm very <laughs> very old I'm very very old I've implicated myself with the fact that I am getting I, I'm getting older but slower but that means that maybe I'll be fast when I get to like v50 <laughs> <laughs> I'm banking on I'm banking on being a very fast 80 year old mm-hmm like that's my that is my long plan that's my long plan Jamesies. um awesome right brilliant gosh that's gone quickly for us it's probably not for you listener thanks for listening <laughs> you, and thanks for listening people because i get i got a lot of people at the weekend who were like oh i really love your podcast and i went oh, oh people did oh. talk to you so the, that literally were like i love your podcast that was it um, and i was like <laughs> trying to talk to them and they were like no go away so um <laughs> maybe they're frightened that they're frightened if they say anything, they're going to be on it. And they go, I met this woman and she shit herself in front of me. And her name was Beverly. Um, so, uh, but but they were random people. And yeah, okay. And I said, I love your podcast. I went, what, the one I do with Centurion or the one I do with Anna? They were like, the one you do with Centurion. But I was like, <laughs> what? They were like, there's a guy called Rob at Hornblower, the Hornblower Lighthouse. He was a big pod fan. Big yeah. Pod fan. Excellent. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. Keep getting involved. Keep sending in your stories. I've got some stories um, for next week already, which is fantastic. Keep booking your place at the Big Bear Challenge on the 1st of November, yep. where we're all going to be. Yep. And we'll see you there. We'll see you in episode is it 19 or 18 next year. 19 next week. Next week. <laughs> then it gets to 20. It's another two. It's oh, another zero. Then. And you know what? Oh, we should have like maybe a little party for our 20th. Yeah, it's a party, a dog party. Because I think the 20th will be my little Seven Valleys debrief. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Boom, shake the room. That's your win, Grim, getting the win will be just from that race. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll be lucky if I can even talk. But anyway, we've still got episode 19 to go before that. This has been episode 18. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.